Hi, everyone. This is a good question that has big implications and offers a lot of food for thought for us. It's from a comment that was on a, a video about fear. Um, Claire Diamond, this is amazing, they said. <laughs> good. Um, thanks so much for putting it in words so clearly. I'm thinking of my clients who have huge anxiety about childbirth. They aren't even pregnant, but they're so fearful. Are you saying that this fear and anxiety is something that's in their system from childhood wounds and they've just hooked it onto birth? Like it could have been anything and that it's just the fear. It is just a portal to feel and sit with anxiety that needs to be felt. So this is really interesting. This is this is really um, opening up an inquiry about where where fear comes from and how it gains its specificity. And um, it's really interesting when we start thinking about it because obviously there are there's direct extensions, isn't there? There's direct um, um, implications that you know we we get bitten by a dog when we're three, and that that experience leads to a fear of the next dog, and ongoing. So that any and and we're looking through that lens now of dogs are dangerous, dogs hurt, and so that becomes the lens through which we notice things in the news about dog attacks or we 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 in 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 dogs running around in the in the park we hone in on the one that seems the most risky the we're, we're on high alert whenever we're around them and so there's just that cycle of evidence gathering from that original trauma relate you know ending up in a phobia easily about dogs so there's that there's that specific nature isn't there or there's handed down fear we might not even have ever had any bad experience with a dog but our mother or father is terrified of them and so easily that phobia gets handed down you know, fascinating to think how many generations back that might go and and then there's things like that you know this listener has said things that um haven't ever happened and and are are, are something that we're that could be in our future but we're terrified of it like like childbirth not these people aren't even pregnant but they're so fearful of childbirth and and we think about similarly where where that could come from what um what films we've seen what what newspapers we've read what stories we've heard from people what we heard from our own mother maybe and and it starts to become really interesting how 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 this this fearful state is 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 acquired we don't begin life with any fears other than um babies won't walk over a, a you know a, a, a sort of an apparent cliff even though there's plexiglass over the top of it and they startle with loud noises 
but apart from that, no other fears. <laughs> um, and so they're learned, aren't they? And it's good that fear is learned. It, it, it does keep the mind-body safe. And we can see how it becomes really dysfunctional and limiting and creating its own ongoing cycle of of projection, resistance, evidence that escalates a fear beyond anything that led, to, you know, originally to it. And so I think it's really interesting for all of us maybe through this now to consider the areas in our life that are really frightening. I mean, we could even really look at our worst fears. I remember once in a, in a Michael Neal workshop doing a... Um, an exercise where we had to talk about our our fears with the person who was sitting next to us. And um, my worst fear at the time was homelessness, um, which I'd never, ever experienced. And at the time when I was doing that course, I was earning like more than I've ever earned in my life. I was really the most well-off I'd ever been. And um, the person sitting next to me, was terrified of death, death of um, loved ones or her own death. And obviously she'd never experienced dying herself. And um, and she told me that no one in her family had died. And yet for both, it was really interesting for both of us. Neither of us had any experience or any risk in that moment of, of this thing happening. And yet it was, it was a really present fear. Oh, it's so fascinating, isn't it? And how and how it rules our lives. Because at that time, I you know, I was really on edge of any discussion about money and really gripped by the sort of tense, really tense stressfulness around any conversations in that area. And where do they come from? And I think this whole thing really is um leading the way to a recognition of 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 really the, the the creative power of this belief acquiring mind and the the story like really it's a storytelling mind isn't it 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 absorbs this information it gets it from who knows where infinite sources available isn't it and and collates it into what appears to be a totally rational, obvious, sane um, position, really, to be holding. It's completely, um, like, really, no matter how illogical it is or how far out of our own personal experience, or even if it's in our personal experience, the, the generalizing of it to encompass a far greater realm than that original incident sort of inciting incident it's um we we really start to just when we when when the mind can sort of exit that lostness in the story lostness in in the unquestioned projection and unquestioned belief and generalization and creation and just watch it all in action 
really just watch it all. And um, and that was that was the end of my public speaking phobia of of just the realization that I was going to do this talk and that it just didn't matter whatever I did. It didn't matter. Um, and that was that was the beginning of the end of it. And and so it really seems and 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 the that came about from the willingness just to sit in the fear, sit in the suffering, sit in in whatever the discomfort was, um, watch it, have it, be with it. Um, no, nothing else to do. That was that was the only thing that was so obviously the only the only experience available and um and that was the beginning of the end of the fear it can't survive these fears can't survive in our willingness to experience the the truth of it you know whatever it is really um it's all it's always that way move move into the fear yeah it's, the listener says, is it, is it just a portal to feel and sit with anxiety that needs to be felt? Yes, always, always. We don't need to get rid of it ever. We, we, we have the capacity to just sit in it. And, um, and, that's, and that's the space in which the whole mind-body starts aligning to reality. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much. It's, it's a great area to look at. Thank you.